0: You're listening to The Outdoors Is My Therapy podcast, where our mission is to help you live your best life by connecting you with the outdoors. This podcast is being recorded on the lands of the Gittable people. I'd like to pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Hi there, I'm Catherine Walton. And today I'd like to share with you a story from my community about the Adventure Therapy Project, which has been inspiring and skilling women to make healthy choices for themselves by valuing self-care, spending time outdoors in nature, and challenging themselves in new ways, as well as being physically active. In recent times, I've had quite a few questions about how this project came to be, what's happening, where is it going in the future. So I thought it might be useful to put some of these ideas into a podcast episode so that perhaps you can learn from it for your communities as well. I'd like to add a little disclaimer in here. So the information that I'm sharing in this episode of the podcast it's intended for general information only. So please always seek individual advice from a health professional or a crisis centre such as Lifeline in Australia. The, if it, this, this is if you have any concerns about your own mental health and safety or the mental health and safety of another person. In Australia, you can contact Lifeline on phone, 13 11 14 or via their website or you can contact your local hospital or doctor. The Adventure Therapy Project has run throughout 2019 and 2020 and we've been offering some really amazing and fun and free activities to women and this has included bushwalking, we've done gentle nature walks as well um, such as interpretive walks. Bird watching, we've done some trail yoga or yoga on the trail, yoga in the outdoors. Mountain biking, we've done some canoeing and bouldering. Camping, which I spoke about in the last episode. We've also run a couple of nature craft workshops, which were incredibly popular and Yeah, really, really fun. I was fortunate to go to all of these things because I was organising them or running them. Now, the Adventure Therapy Project has evolved over a very long period of time and it really has been super fun to be a part of it. It all started with, you know, over time noticing a gap. I was noticing a gap in women's outdoor activities as well as um, a gap in in how we can support women's mental health and well-being in the community. So I've been developing some concepts for some time. And a few years ago, I applied for some funding, which was successful. And so then I set about organising and implementing the activities, which I just mentioned. And we've had hundreds of women enthusiastically get involved with these activities. The project itself was funded with a grant. That grant was called the Empowering Our Communities Initiative and this was made available by the Australian Federal Government through the PHNs. My local PHN is the Darling Downs Westmorton PHN. So they actually provided the funding that supported these women to come along to these activities at no cost. Empowering Our Communities grants were made available specifically for communities that had been severely affected by drought. And you may have heard me mention previously the Southern Downs region in southern Queensland, which is where I live, and it's where a lot of my face-to-face programs are held, but not all of them. I do travel further afield as well. So this region has been quite hard hit by drought, and subsequently by bushfires as well, through 2019 and 2020. The Adventure Therapy Project hosted, here are some statistics for you, about 50 different events all together. And there were six small businesses that helped with instruction or supporting the special activities that we were running. There were numerous community groups that supported us and individuals, just too many to to name. Um, And in fact, so many of them are nameless. There were so many people sharing information about the activities that I didn't get to see or hear about. And people were doing this even if they weren't actually participating in the activities themselves because they could see the value of it and they um, wanted to help other people get involved even if they weren't getting involved directly themselves so I've had quite a few men as well as women tell me that even though they haven't come along to any of the activities they've been inspired not only to share the information with other people but to get outdoors themselves and and to get active simply by hearing and seeing this project in action in the community and that I just think that is awesome, that's just so exciting and that means that the project really has been fulfilling one of its greatest objectives. Outdoor adventures can be a really valuable part of mental health and self-care. When you spend time outdoors, it adds value to just about every aspect of your human health and well being. So when you're in the outdoors, and especially when you can spend time in natural spaces, there's a pretty unique advantage that you put yourself at. And that is that natural spaces or outdoor spaces offer infinite opportunities for human development and growth and restoration of your whole self. So nature can be challenging, but it can also be healing And that is in terms of your physical body, as well as your mind, your emotions and your spirit, whatever that means to you. And when you spend time in nature, that can also support your connection with other people. And that's what we saw very much in the Adventure Therapy Project, where we were having small groups of women coming together for each of the activities and connecting with each other and supporting each other. When you spend time in nature, it also helps you to connect with your inner self, and it helps you to have a greater understanding of the world around you. So it helps you to connect with the world, with the land, with the environment as well. I've worked for many, many years as a mental health worker in both the public and the private sectors, and I really believe that mental health devo- deserves a much broader attention than what the current medical model allows. There's a tendency in with the medical model that we follow to fa- to focus quite narrowly on formal diagnosis of specific mental illnesses and the treatments that go with them. And those treatments frequently involve medication and or talking therapies of some kind. So I do believe that that's a really important part of mental health care, and I'm not dismissing that in any way. But my belief is that we really need to examine and adjust all the systems that are impacting on individuals at at an individual level, but also on a family level, a workplace level and a community level and not focus too narrowly. And we need to do this broad adjustment of um, what's going on in our lives, not only when someone is in distress, but most importantly, we need to do this all the time to prevent and to minimise the problems that are going to inevitably occur, because that's what life is like. We have our ups and downs, we have stressful times. And healthy lifestyle choices are especially important here in preventing and managing general mood disturbances. So Most of us have experienced that sense of anxiety or feeling anxious from time to time or feeling down, flat or mild to moderately depressed, if you like to use those terms, feeling stressed and feeling tired, especially when there's no other known medical condition that's making you feel tired. So this is where healthy lifestyle choices are especially relevant. Mental health can really thrive when you strengthen certain foundations. So thriving mental health is built upon strong lifestyle foundations. And these are some of the things that we looked at with the Adventure Therapy Project. Physical activity, which includes general movement, how much you move through the day, but it also includes exercise and your activity levels. Another one of the lifestyle foundations is sleep. We've also got nutrition, mind skills, and your connection with the world around you, including the natural world and your social connections. So when you build a strong foundation with those things, it doesn't mean that you're automatically going to bounce happily and easily through life. But what it does mean is that you're in a much better position to manage your life's stresses and challenges. As I said, they're inevitable. They're going to happen. So let's prepare ourselves. Let's build those foundations so that we deal with them so much better than if we allow those things to become weak. Your biochemistry actually changes when you move and when you exercise. And it also changes with the nutrition that you take into your body and your biochemistry changes with the quality and the quantity of sleep that you have and the way you think affects it and the connections that you have with other people affects it. And even spending time outdoors in nature, even sitting outdoors in nature can change up your biochemistry somewhat. So this is why it's so important that we value and adjust each one of these foundations so that we really can make a difference, a positive difference to our mental health and the mental health of people around us, in our families and our workplaces and in our communities. Outdoor adventures go a very long way towards supporting, especially that foundation of physical activity and connection with nature and mind skills, but it has a spin-off effect of impacting our appetite and our choices about food and also our sleep. So generally, when we're more active, we tend to sleep better. The Adventure Therapy Project I believe it's been quite successful because it's helped so many people in in this case specifically women but also for those men and women who didn't directly participate but were inspired to make some changes to their lifestyle. These people have boosted their health and their well-being and there's also been a reduction in stigma around mental health. So we're starting to look at mental health a little bit differently in the community. Instead of focusing narrowly on mental illnesses that need to be treated when the distress levels get too high, we're looking more broadly about bolstering mental health. A couple of years ago, I felt like I was needing to constantly justify why I was wanting to take small groups of women on outdoor adventures you know, because it seemed like I was just out there having a whole heap of fun, which, yes, that is true, but there's a lot of research and science behind that as well. For years and years, I have provided talking therapies inside, in closed rooms, sometimes without a window, and I just consistently saw patterns repeating themselves in the people that I was seeing. Occasionally, When you're providing some therapy to someone, you can convince them that it's really important to get outdoors and to get active for their own health, and occasionally they are able to do that, but so often that's not the case. So to be able to actually take people outdoors and be active with them instead of just telling them to go and do it, well, that's been a really big game changer. That's something pretty special. That's what helps people to overcome some of the hurdles that get in the way of them making healthy lifestyle choices and nurturing their mental health. So with increased exercise, connection with nature, having some new physical and mental skills and having some new social connections and friendships, you tend to sleep better as well. So that's really helping strengthen all of those foundations that I was talking about before. So that's what the Adventure Therapy Project has been doing. And that's a little bit of the story, the background story that led to the development of the Adventure Therapy Project. So what's coming up next? Well, Yeah, it hasn't been completely plain sailing. It it sounds like a whole heap of fun, but there has been a lot of work involved as well. So the funding did target drought-affected communities, but as I said, we had bushfires. For a number of months, we had to push the pause button on this project because it wasn't safe to use some of the forestry. The forestry had closed. The national parks had closed. There was thick smoke in the air, and it just was not... You know, it was just not good conditions for us to get out there. So we did push the pause button for a little while and we were just getting back into things when we all had to go back home to keep safe from the coronavirus as that spread around the world. Of course, COVID-19 has had a number of, of different effects on the project. It's also been, I think, almost a lifesaver for some of us so that when it was safe to do so, to come back out into small groups and to carefully participate in some of these activities, it's been a really great structure, a supportive structure to help us get back into the swing of things and, and feel connected again. So, because we'd had some of those disruptions, the project was extended for another six months and it's now complete. There was another round of this same funding that was announced earlier in 2020, but because of these changes with the coronavirus, the project was no longer eligible to apply for the funding because of the new guidelines which excluded face-to-face activities. So that's why I didn't apply for further funding through the same source, but I wanted to see the project out till the end of 2020 and make some decisions about where to from there. So yes, the Adventure Therapy Project has paused for now as I record this in early 2021, I know that's really disappointing to many people who were expecting that the project would continue into the future and that they'd be able to join in this year. But I want to reassure you that not all change is bad. And even though I was hoping to expand the project this year, I had some other ideas on how I could um, change this project, expand this project. But... I want to stop and have a look at some of the silver linings. So while we've got this opportunity, and I think of it as an opportunity where we've minimised our travel and our group gatherings, we're also minimising the risk of spreading the coronavirus. I think that's a valuable investment that all of us can make at this point in history. So this space that's opened up means that I'll be spending my time and energy this summer and I'm in Australia, so I'm talking about January, February and perhaps March. I'm going to be spending my time and energy this summer on creating some new online resources that I'm really excited to share with you shortly. And these resources are going to be available to you almost wherever you live which I'm really thrilled about. So instead of you you know, needing to be able to access this small geographical area to get involved, you'll be able to access this from a lot of other places around the world. If you would like to hear about those new releases or any new adventure activities that I will be running later in the year and into the future – be sure to subscribe to my email that I send out. So I send out, usually about once a fortnight, a brief email called Grounded Inspiration. The people who subscribe to Grounded Inspiration are generally the first people to hear about anything like that that's, um, that I'm offering, but also I like to share other resources with my subscribers too, resources that are really beneficial, particularly for women's mental health and well-being. So I'll leave the link to that subscription link in the show notes for you. I do hope that you've enjoyed hearing a little bit about the adventure therapy project. If you've got any questions about that, if you'd like, you know, any any further information about it, please feel free to contact me. I'm really happy to share how that worked in the community with other communities as well. And I do hope that it's perhaps inspired you to be really proactive with your own mental health to strengthen some of those foundations that we talked about. Physical activity, sleep, nutrition, mind skills and connection with the world around you including the natural world and other people. These are just so vital. When you, can, when you strengthen those foundations you feel better, you, you deal with the stresses of life so much better. This is the Outdoors Is My Therapy podcast where we take you on a journey of discovery learning how you can live your best life by connecting with the outdoors. We guide you through the maze of wellness information, and there certainly is a lot out there, and we give you evidence-based and practical strategies to improve your health, happiness and your well-being when you spend time in nature and the great outdoors. I'm your host, Catherine Walton, an accredited mental health social worker, a bushwalking guide, and I'm a family-focused outdoors adventure. You can find out a bit more about Outdoors Is My Therapy on my website where you can get to know some of our ambassadors. And you can also come along and join our Outdoors Is My Therapy Facebook group and share some of your own inspiration about boosting your mental health and well-being by spending time in the outdoors. I'll leave the link for those in the show notes as well. So until next time... Get out there and enjoy your outdoor adventures.